again to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. I'm Catherine Nero, guiding you through all the fun of the day alongside uh, my intrepid partner, the brains behind the operation, Jeremy Schran, the Marketing and Communications Director for the Northern Kentucky Chamber. How's it treating you over there, Jeremy? It, it's good. I don't know if I'd say brains. Maybe the guy who knows how to push the button. I just push Listen, the button. That's brains <laughs> in my world. I just talk <laughs> into a laptop. That's basically what I do for a living these days. And I know that's what we're all kind of doing for a living these days. Uh, we've got some great guests uh, coming your way and a kind of big announcement. Lots of great stuff happening uh, over the next 30 minutes or so. Yeah, so uh, first we're going to start off with Lisa Mulcahy, the VP of Workforce here at the Chamber. She's got a special guest on with us, and it is Amy Spiller of Duke Energy. She's the uh, president, the state president of Ohio and Kentucky, and they've got this really great grant that they're going to announce, and we're going to hear all the details about that. Then we're going to talk to our good friend Justin Otto over at the Newport on the Levee. Um, they've got some really cool stuff opening up over there, and he's got... Um, one of the new businesses on with him is called Little Spoon Bakery and Cafe. Went there earlier in the week. It looks delicious. I can't wait to hear from them. You know, it, uh, we keep talking about like the new Newport on the levee. You will see it. Uh, you will absolutely see it. All that coming your way ahead. And as always, we want to thank our sponsors, CVG, our title sponsor, Allen and Federal Credit Union, our studio sponsor, and Crew Consulting, our digital sponsor. We couldn't do it without uh, any of you. And by the way, if, if you like the Northern Kentucky Spotlight, let our sponsors know. Certainly would like that. And as well, hit uh, share, hit subscribe, whatever you got to do to get this information out to the masses. We want to get it there. All right, we've got a lot coming your way up ahead. But first, that big announcement we were talking about, if you're a small business, stick around. You're going to want to hear what's coming up next on the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Sometimes life is hectic. Choosing a mortgage lender shouldn't be. The LNN 55 Mortgage offers competitive rates, no PMI, and up to 100% financing. That's a mortgage that comes with peace of mind. Whether you're purchasing a new home or refinancing, you'll feel right at home with LNN. We're local, trusted, and we'll be here for you even after your closing. Call 800 292 2905 and get started on your 55 mortgage. LNN Federal Credit Union. Welcome home. Welcome back to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. And uh, we today are announcing a really, really big and wonderful thing for you small businesses out there. It is a joint effort we'll get to in just a little bit. We want to welcome in our guest right now, Lisa Mulcahy, the Vice President of Workforce for the Northern Kentucky Chamber, and Amy Spiller, the State President of Ohio and Kentucky for Duke Energy. And what we're talking about today is a, a, a small business recovery grant, an impressive, impressive grant. So, uh, Amy, we'll start with you. Tell us about this grant. Sure, Catherine, thank you, and so happy to be with you this morning. So this grant reflects one in a series of grants that Duke Energy has issued in response to this COVID pandemic. And since the crisis has began, we have, since it's begun, we have invested almost $300,000 right here in our region. And our first focus was on immediate needs. So partnering with organizations in Northern Kentucky to help our neighbors and make sure they had food, shelter, access to prescription medication. From there, we couldn't ignore our frontline workers, our healthcare workers who have sacrificed so much to keep all of us safe. And we're starting to discover the real impacts that this pandemic is having, particularly on small businesses. And we thought it important to focus on those small businesses to help them recover. So that's what this grant is about. So Lisa, who qualifies to receive these grants, grant dollars? 
So as Amy said, small businesses with less than 50 employees, um, minority-owned businesses, women-owned businesses, or veteran-owned businesses, um, Duke Energy customers within Boone, Campbell, Gallatin, Grant, Kenton, Pendleton counties um, in the greater Cincinnati area. It's a lot of folks. And so I'm curious, um, Amy, let's let's start. Uh, why, why small businesses? Why is the focus there? You know, I think, Catherine, small businesses are just the lifeblood of our communities, and they are so important to vitality, to vibrancy. And when I think about our small businesses, many of them had to close their doors in March or they substantially altered their business operations and put that challenge on top of those that already were, were confronting minority women, veteran-owned businesses. And we really just want these businesses to continue to succeed. And so that really is our focus, to make sure that this critical component of our neighborhoods remains there. So uh, for our listeners that ears are perking up, like, oh, I could really use that. I'm, I'm a minority in business. How, Lisa, where do they go? Um, when are the applications due? Give us some of those details so they don't miss out on these funds. Okay. So the important information is that it's due July 7th. The second piece of the information is that you go to www.nkychamber.com forward slash NKY recovery grant. Um, also, if you have questions or you need a little bit of additional assistance, don't hesitate to reach out to me directly at L Mulcahy, that's M-U-L-C-A-H-Y at nkychamber.com. Happy to help. So Amy, other than being you know small businesses, fewer than 50 employees, minority women or veteran owned, what does a business have to do to qualify for this? And what are we talking in terms of uh, how much they might get? So the grants will vary, Catherine, but they could be as much as $10,000 per grant. And one thing that we really would like to highlight through this process are those personal stories. So as individual business owners fill out their applications, do so with a mind toward telling us your story and how these funds will really help you respond to the COVID pandemic and, and all of the challenges that we're seeing now. It's so awesome. So we want everyone to get out there, get your applications in as quickly as possible so we can help you as much as we can. Um, before I let both of you go, we have a monthly question um, that we ask all of our guests. And this month, the question has kind of been focused around like, what are we learning during this pandemic? Obviously, we're on using Zoom or, or, or Teams or being all very digital. Um, I mean, those are kind of the easy things. But what, what is one thing that uh, you learned during this pandemic? And uh, Amy, I'll let you go first. So Jeremy, I will tell you, I have always known that Duke Energy employees step up incredibly so during a crisis. But what I have seen over the last three months has been truly remarkable. Our employees have done just an incredible job keeping the lights on, the natural gas flowing for all of our customers. And we know that reliable service is critically important when so many are continuing to work from home. And with their disciplined attention to safety, we've been able to do that, keeping them in good health. 
So our spirit is strong, but I've also learned that the spirit of Northern Kentucky is equally strong. The generosity of so many individuals, so many organizations right from the onset of this crisis. And I think so much of that anchored by the good work of the Northern Kentucky Chamber, whether it's a restaurant or a homeless shelter, the chamber has been there. And now I'm really excited that we're gonna tap into their network to really do incredible things through this grant program. Lisa? So I think for me, I learned first of all that my kids are a whole lot of fun. <laughs> and I think I've really enjoyed, of, you know, working for the chamber, we are so incredibly busy. You know, we're always out socially and networking. You know, I've really appreciated um, the slowdown and watching others really enjoy their families and really getting to the heart of who we are, as Amy said, in Northern Kentucky, just that close-knit group, um, really enjoying watching people enjoy each other. I completely agree. Lisa, thank you. Amy, thank you. We look forward to uh, you guys giving this money away. Can't wait to hear who uh, the big winners are. Thanks again. Thank you so much. All right, and guys, stick with this. Coming up, we are gonna be taking a look at the new Bridgeview Box Park at Newport on the Levee, which opens officially this weekend, but you can get a sneak peek just ahead on the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Ranking on Google search and maps is easy to understand, but hard to do. It requires constant effort and attention, uploading new photos, responding to Google reviews, writing weekly posts, and checking suggested updates. Google listing optimization takes experience and time, and there are no shortcuts. C-Crew gives your Google My Business account the steady, consistent attention it needs to be effective, optimizing, updating, and expanding critical content every single week. From local retail stores to large regional networks, C-Crew generates content, establishes benchmarks, and creates dramatic, measurable increases in engagement. So what can C-Crew do for your business? More calls, more clicks, more clients. Welcome back to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight on location right now with Justin Otto, the general manager of Newport on the Levee. And Justin, we are at the newest part of Newport on the Levee. Tell us about Bridgeview Box Park. Right, it's our newest concept. Uh, as you, if you've known the levee or been to the levee, mm -hmm. it used to be Mitchell's Fish Market. So how awesome is it to take that building down and have this open concept with what look like shipping containers filled with local businesses. Mm -hmm. So we love our community, we love our neighborhood. Uh, and we love our local businesses. So in these shipping containers, we've got uh, a microbrewery from Newport, a distillery from Ludlow, uh, a local bar that is a throwback to one of the most famous bars in Cincinnati, Contiki, <laughs> um, a local coffee shop, uh, a really cool boutique uh, with uh, plants and succulents, so leaf and limb. Uh, if, you're, if you've got a home office, uh, definitely that's a place to stop uh, and check out some of their plans to decorate your office or if you're going back to your office what better way to lighten up your your office going back after your break let's talk about going back because so many people we've been stuck in our house forever and this is something it will shock people that this has kind of sprouted up so to speak and it's completely different from what we remember newport and the levee looking like well it's so colorful mm -hmm. i mean there's it's and it's open air and 
uh, we're roll friendly, so we encourage bikers and rollerbladers and skateboarders and the entire family, but also your furry family member to bring up your dog. Or mm -hmm. we even allow, I haven't seen it yet, but we allow cats on leashes. <laughs> so, Catherine, if you ever see a cat on a leash, let me know because I want right. to take a picture. Take that picture. Um, exactly. But you're allowed to bring your furry friends up here to enjoy a drink, a coffee, a snack, a meal. Uh, and it's totally outside. And mm -hmm. on the weekends, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, we have live acoustic music. So you can socially distance here. That's easy to do. Uh, tell us what the what the patrons have, have said in the kind of soft opening leading up to this weekend. Well, I tell you what, from the most important part for us is our neighborhood and our community and our city. And the, the first day, even before most of the businesses were open, we were just putting the furniture out. And people were walking through and stopping and saying, finally, yeah. this is what we wanted. Like, yeah. this is what we need. Like, what a, like, this is, we can't wait to come back. And these are folks that walk through the levee almost every day to exercise. They live close in mm -hmm. some of these awesome, like, upscale apartments. And they're just, I mean, the excitement was incredible. And that's just built with momentum each week. Um, it, it's, it's been awesome. And, and that's, again, our community, our neighborhood. We love people. And we love our, our friends and family. And to welcome them back and then to see that excitement, that rebirth mm -hmm. in a place that we love has just been really special. How important was it for you guys to have local businesses showcased? Well, again, we love our community. We, we love our city. And, you know, you can build a Newport on the Levee in Union, Kentucky. You can build one in Mason, Ohio. What's really hard to build is an Ohio River the Purple People Bridge, mm -hmm. the Cincinnati Skyline, and you can and the bridges. So Bridgeview Box Park, you can see these bridges that we celebrate, uh, and it really celebrates our community and our local businesses. So to see those thrive and and come in both up the street in northern Kentucky and Cincinnati, and one really special business for us, Little Spoon Bakery, that mm -hmm. started during the holidays as a pop up, and, and has morphed into a brick and mortar store. And then we'll then go into back into the building later on as an inline space and have a, a, a coffee shop, a walk-in coffee shop. It's just really cool to see mm -hmm. those dreams come to fruition. And we'll be talking with Courtney from Little Spoon here in just a little bit. Uh, tell us what's happening this weekend with the ribbon cutting and everything else. Sure. So it's the official grand opening this weekend. Mm -hmm. At 11.15, we'll cut the ribbon for... Uh, the bridge to the bridge. So it's mm -hmm. a bridge to the Taylor Southgate Bridge from our property. Again, we're roll friendly, so it connects the trail mm -hmm. through the property. Um, and then we'll, at 1145, we'll do the uh, ribbon cutting for the Bridgeview Box Park. And there'll be a huge smoke firework display from ROTC Fireworks and, uh, and acoustic music from noon until 11 p.m. So again, come down, have a, they've got these really cool glasses at uh, Contiki where it looks like a huge pineapple yeah. that you drink out of. And, <laughs> It's just a really exciting, fun, great atmosphere to bring your friends and family. There's games, cornhole, horseshoes. Um, and the other part that's really important for us too, in mid-April, North American Properties put together a task force mm -hmm. to welcome our guests, try to figure out how to welcome our guests back in a safe and secure way. And uh, we came up with the Stay Six campaign. So six feet apart, hexagons have six sides. So you'll see placards on the ground that'll remind guests to stay six feet apart. And then we did this awesome uh, floor mural that looks like a, a beehive of, mm -hmm. of uh, hexagons that are six feet apart in length. Um, and then also our hand sanitizer. Look for the creative, artful bourbon barrels. I mean, what's more Kentucky than <laughs> hand sanitizer made from a distiller, Not a much. local distillery, yeah, yeah. second site distillery. So we're really excited about that. And we've got really cool food options too with 
empanadas from Shea mm -hmm. uh, and banh mi sandwiches from uh, Vietnamese sandwiches from banh mi and smoothies and uh, boba tea, like mm -hmm. really unique items that you can try. Yeah, well, it's got to be great. And so the grand opening is this weekend. Justin, thank you. Thank you. And uh, he mentioned Little Spoon. We're going to bring in Courtney Oggs back now. She runs Little Spoon. So um, Justin was explaining, Courtney, how this worked and how you kind of started with the uh, holiday at the levee uh, situation. So tell us the progression of your business here. Yeah, well, we started off as a home bakery and we ended up getting invited to become a part of the Winter Wonderland this past uh, holiday season. Mm -hmm. And we were thrilled. It was such a fun time. Um, so many fun vendors, great little place to get your shopping done for the holidays. And when we were asked back to be a part of the box park, we were so excited. Uh, we absolutely love it here. We love the community. We, I'm actually a Newport resident. Perfect. So we love being a part of, you know, the new Newport. Well, that's a great point. You you live here, and I'm sure you remember what Newport and the Levee was like. Yes. And this change um, is real. What are the what are the patrons saying when they when they come out and they see this? What do they say to you? Oh my gosh, they've been so excited. They've been so excited to have something that is a nice outdoor area, especially during this time, for everybody to come hang out and properly social distance. And it's just nice to see people back here again. Mm -hmm. And people are so excited to have options and. We've had people coming up and asking us like, oh my gosh, are you here every day? And we are, we are here every day. And people are thrilled to have, you know, options of new places to try out and a local coffee shop. We serve Carabello, so we like to keep it local. Yeah. Okay, let's tell, talk about what else you serve because uh, the, the, maybe the best part of this box park is you've got everything from, again, beer and spirits to coffee and waffles for yes. that matter. <laughs> so we have a full espresso bar and we serve, like I said, Carabello coffee. It's absolutely delicious. Uh, we also have our waffles at the moment, which are a Dutch dessert that are two thin waffles with a little caramel layer in between. And starting next week, we'll have a full pastry selection of sugar cookies, muffins, scones, macaroons, all everything you can think of. Excellent. And uh, let's remind folks uh, or tell them anyway about your hours and how we can uh, help you out in this process. Yeah, we're here seven days a week, uh, Monday through Friday. We are here from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday and Sunday, 10 to 6. Great. Courtney, thank you so much. You. And we want to thank the folks here at Newport on the Levee, Justin and Courtney. And again, Ridgeview Box Park. It's open now, uh, but the big grand opening happens this weekend. So if you're headed out to the aquarium it's right next door you can't miss it it's got the best views uh in greater cincinnati as well i'll tell you that hey stay with us we'll be right back on the northern kentucky spotlight CBG Airport is the lowest fare airport in the tri-state region with 54 non-stop flights and direct international service to seven destinations, including Paris, France, and now home to both DHLs and Amazon's global cargo hubs. The airport is furthering its position as leader in aviation and is deeply committed to being an economic driver for the community. You can learn more and start your next adventure at CVGAirport.com. Welcome back to Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Time to uh, get a look at the week in review and what a week it was. We start with the big news, not just here in Northern Kentucky, but across the state, across the country, to be fair. Kentucky made national news for how it handled this very unusual election day. All right, so Jeremy, you and I had very different uh, versions of election day. Yeah, I, it, was, it was really interesting. You know, I have Kristen here on our team constantly hammering home, get your ballot, get your ballot. So I did the right thing and went and put my uh, stuff in and got my ballot ordered and it came and I tracked it and I voted and I sent it and I tracked it back. It was it's very easy. I got to vote from the comfort of my chair right here in my office with my all my cool stuff behind me. 
And uh, um, contrary, and really kind of in despite of the fact that we talked with Kristen about this for like four straight weeks, <laughs> somebody uh, forgot to uh, ask for her absentee ballot. So on election day, I'm like, you know what? Just going to bite the bullet. I'm going down to the convention center. I'm in Kenton County. So went down to the convention center. I was expecting the worst. And I will tell you, number one, I didn't have to touch a thing, not a single thing except the pen in my hand. And then they let me keep it. Uh, I didn't even have to open the door. Uh, it was the quickest voting experience I've ever had. And wow. I go to the polling place where sometimes I'm the only one there. So it was super easy. It was in and out in four minutes. Felt very safe and very happy to cast my ballot. Next time I will remember. I promise Kristen and everybody else. But listen, <laughs> we're not the only two voting. Uh, predictions right now, and again, we won't know officially till Tuesday, 1.1 million people potentially voted in Kentucky. And if that number is accurate, it not only beat the, the largest ever turnout for a primary, it killed it. Largest ever turnout was like 930-something thousand in 2008. So uh, it could be, honestly, New York and Kentucky are being looked at this week. And who would have thought those two states would be held up as an example yeah. together um, as, as this is how you do it. This is how yeah. you do a weird election. Yeah, and it, it was really great to see, like, you know, in our turbulent political times where people are going back and forth on either side, we have a Democratic governor, a Republican secretary of state, and they work together and it yeah. and it worked. And like we got tons of people to vote, you know, that it, it's it's inspiring to the future and, and to how great the state of Kentucky is. It's just it's, it's really awesome yeah. to see. There, there were some hiccups. I know lines in Lexington, they had to uh, have an injunction to keep the polls open in, in Louisville. And they were early in the week, you know, people claiming voter suppression. But when you see 1.1 million people voted uh, and, you know, we'll, again, get that official tally next week, as well as the results, you have to say that this uh, in, you know, in a very unusual circumstance, that this was a success. Now, what's going to happen in November? That's still to be determined. We'll have to figure this one out. Yeah. Uh, but while the governor's figuring all that, he's got a lot of, uh, of other things to discuss as well. Yeah. I'm super interested in this one since I've got a, a, a soon to be first grader uh, going back to school. So, you know, we're, we're, we're listening. We're like, oh, Wednesday's the day that they're talking about school. Like my wife's like getting Facebook up on her phone. Like, oh, did you hear this? Did you hear that? Um, so, yeah, they've got all kinds of guidelines that are coming out. Um, they're, you know, mas masks for first grade up. Um, mm -hmm. that's going to be a challenge for some of those little kids, you know, trying to keep them socially distanced, but they're going to do temperature checks, um, regular bus capacity. But I think they're, they're talking about having to do the temperature checks before you get on the bus. So there's right. a lot right. of like details and, and these are like recommendations. So the, each individual school district could do like, kind of whatever they want. So it's, I mean, within reason, that's but kind of what I found most interesting about it, you know, the mask thing they, you know, they pointed out, this is mandatory and Lieutenant Governor um, Coleman even said, wearing a mask is easier than wearing a respirator. Um, but beyond that, it really, they're leaving it up to individual school districts. And I know um, I've got one kid in public schools and one kid in uh, Catholic school. And so they're going at this different ways. No, mm -hmm. no full on decisions yet. Covington Diocese has kind of come out and said, okay, we're starting school this day but everybody's kind of reserving the right to say hang on let's see what happens but um yeah. yeah so no mandate from the governor about this many days in school this many days online or whatever so um it'll be interesting to see yeah kent county sent out a survey to us to like say what where our comfort level was and it's just i mean it's it's going to be wild you know maybe we're not all going to be please let my child learn classes that i can't teach them from people who know what they're talking about. That is my comfort level. However that happens, I'm yeah. fine with it. Right? Yeah. yeah.
But that well, and the other part of this that I thought was really interesting is that they um, are going to use school insurance money or the school insurance kind of policy to pay for 10% of every school's employees to be tested weekly. So as we know, temperature checks only go so far, right? They only, you know, they only tell you if you have a temperature, you may be contagious. You may have coronavirus potentially before you ever have a, a fever. And yeah, so yeah. that's testing is great. And I, I caught the I caught one little extra interesting tidbit too uh, yesterday when I was watching it that they're gonna like forego that um, if when you you have to have a certain amount of kids show up on certain days to get the right funding they're gonna get rid of all that for the next year yeah. just so people don't send their kids to school sick which Absolutely. that could make it way worse you know so um, I, I thought that was like kind of a really smart thing. Um, Another uh, cool chamber, awesome chamber member opened back up, uh, Newport and the Aquari- Newport Aquarium. Um, so you you got to go do a live there, right? Yeah, I was there this morning. It was great. Uh, Eric Rose, the executive director, was there with me. What's really interesting is there, just like so many other places. Yes, masks masks are mandatory, but you know, aquarium visitors are used to kind of making reservations. As we're you know, the zoo, you make reservations and that sort of thing now. But aquarium visitors always really had to do that. A little more specific now, and you're required to do that ahead of time. But what that means is the capacity is about 25%. You will have your run of the place. You can sit and watch those paintings all day if you want. Um, And the other great part of it is a new exhibit, Shipwreck Realm of the Eels, opened just 10 days before everything shut down. So a lot of folks didn't have the chance to see it. It's super cool. It's got um, some crazy animals in there that I've never seen before, never even heard of before. So yeah. if you can go check that out. Yeah, so we better have to check that out before before it closed down. That was fun. That was a fun fun little event they had there. Um, you know, I I yeah. love I, I, being <laughs> being as adverse to crowds as I get sometimes and I don't want to be in a big crowd. This is awesome for going to the zoo or the aquarium now because you don't have to like you said file through all the people to try to like get a peek at the penguins. You can just hang out there and watch them. <laughs> People who are right now don't want to be in big crowds. They don't have to worry about that with, with the reduced capacity. Uh, businesses and you know attractions like the aquarium can get people to come back in without the concern about oh, am I going to be too close? There's plenty of room in there. Yep. Oh, uh, Independence Day parade is still happening in Independence. That's where I live, so I might be able to get to see the fireworks from my house. They are they are encouraging people to watch the fireworks from their house if they can view them. Um, the parade is going to be a lot longer um, than it normally is, so it's going to be like two and a half miles long, I believe. Um, so that way you can like spread out and just stay with your family and try not to get too close. Um, they aren't going to do the festival this year because that would encourage people to kind of come and hang out. Um, <sighs> The like the I think the route they're starting it at uh, Summit View Academy, so that's where Leo goes to school, and then it's going all the way down to Simon Kenton. So if you're familiar with this area, that's a that's a pretty good long trek. Um, so you could so everyone can get out there and check out the parade while staying safe. You know, as long as you can stay six feet apart, that's like the perfect socially distant activity, right? Yeah. The floats yeah. far away from you. If you can keep people well, far away, but you're yeah. still doing something, celebrate the fourth and celebrate yeah. independence in independence. Uh, so yeah, so watch those fireworks maybe from your house, but other than yeah. that, it's be nice. Yeah, and like you know, if they, if we we all switched the birthday parties to parades or the first communion's birthday yeah. party switched over to parades, so so I guess the parades okay. So, you know, they're distant. They're driving their the fire trucks by, so you can. There's just lots wait of that. folks who want that to stay. You know, it's it's way easier than having to clean your house, right? Just wave yeah. from the car, kids. And yeah. Keep it yeah. Yeah, well, there awesome. you go. You are caught up on all things uh, Northern Kentucky, uh, the headlines from the week. And so, yeah, lots going on. And we want to thank all of our guests as well 
Ora being here this week and every week. And Jeremy, uh, let's also run through our, our our sponsors one more time. CBG, that title sponsor, thank you so much for uh, for um, making this Northern Kentucky pos uh, spotlight possible. In addition to that, C-Crew Consulting and Ellen and Federal Credit Union, we appreciate your support as well. And if you're watching and if you're listening, we appreciate you. Please hit share on this so we can make sure more folks know about all the great things going on in Northern Kentucky. Jeremy, thanks for all your hard work this week and thank, always. Thank you. This is This is fun. I like, I I like, like that, that gif of Kermit typing like this. That's Jeremy. Yeah, that's that, that literally is me. We got all kinds of, oh, you know what? Before we go, I, I got to give a, um, some props to to my girl, Gina Bath, here at the Chamber. Oh, yes. Runs that Women's Initiative. And best far, they are two really, really awesome uh, co-workers. And they put on one heck of an event on Tuesday. Catherine was the MC. I may have been hitting that button behind in the background. But uh, it, it turned out to be a really, really great event. Um, we were able to, um, the Outstanding Women of Northern Kentucky, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Um, it was really, really fun, really great. Uh, you can go watch it on Facebook right now if you still, if you missed it or you didn't know who were, the Outstanding Women were this year. Really, really great uh, group of women. Um, we're, we're blessed to have such a great community um, with all these great people doing all these great things. So check that out. And we've got a lot more events coming up soon. Yes. Um, the ne Next Generation Leadership Awards, that's coming up on the 16th. We've got... The legislative preview or le legislative appreciation breakfast. Sorry, Kristen's going to kill me for messing that up. But legislation, re legislation appreciation breakfast. But that, again, is going to be these are both going to be digital virtual events. Um, they're going to be not the format you're used to, but they're quite entertaining. And then also at the end of the month on the 30th, we have the education Cele excellence celebration awards coming up um it's a joint event that used to just be put on by the education council and now the chamber and the education council are kind of coming together and joining forces and doing a really cool the digital event um we, we've been talking with brent like some of the things that he's going to say on there so you don't want to miss that one <laughs> you never want to miss an unscripted moment from brent yeah. certainly all right well listen guys thank you so much for listening and watching today again hit share hit subscribe thank you so much and we'll see you right back here next week on the northern kentucky spotlight